Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Didn't know what to do as a 20-year-old. I would never dream or you could never imagine being put in this situation by somebody that's supposed to be there to help you and to make you a better hockey player. That is the the voice of Kyle Beach, of course, a story that has really captivated um, North America and beyond North America, the sexual assault on Kyle Beach when he was playing for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. It's a deeply disturbing issue because the issue of sexual assault, and particularly on younger people, is one that we talk about, hear about on a regular basis and it fills the airwaves and it grabs national and public attention, international attention, and then it drifts away, which gives the predators another opportunity to, 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 uh, to commit their acts. We cannot live this way. We have to protect those who are assaulted and violated by sexual predators. So Kyle Beach's allegations were, of course, that while he was with the Chicago Blackhawks, um, the uh, video coach uh, sexually assaulted him. And uh, what I found particularly disturbing and troubling beyond the, the nucleus of the story is that I was reading that after the, after the incident, of course, we know that the uh, executives, the executive group in, within the Blackhawks uh, did not want to pursue this, did not want to go to uh, authorities and pursue it. But I also was reading, and as I'm sure you may have heard and read as well, that players on the Blackhawks at the time during practices would um, insult and degrade uh, Kyle Beach. And I, I was wondering, how did that not get out over 10 years? You, you can almost see a management team and a management structure keeping things, keeping the lid on and maybe uh, persuading, let me use that word, persuading others to not say anything publicly. But how does it not get out when players are behaving in that manner? Theo Fleury is a former NHL player, Calgary Flames, also a survivor of sexual abuse, as you know. He's a public speaker, a blogger, author, his book, uh, Playing with Fire, and you'll find uh, Theo at theoflurry.life. Theo, this is the first time we have an opportunity to talk on the air, you and I. I just want you to know I have tremendous respect for who you are and what you're doing and the difference you're making. Thank you for coming on the program. Well, uh, the feeling, the feeling's mutual, Roy. Uh, I've been following you for a long time as well, and uh, I appreciate this opportunity. Now, let's talk about this. Were you genuinely surprised at Kyle Beach's revelations, or are there more such situations, experiences, and stories just under the surface in the NHL and across pro sports and amateur sports just waiting to be told? Well, I'm never surprised anymore when there's an incident that happens. You know, and, and I always think about, like, when are we going to get the lessons? Because we've had numerous examples, you know, from the Catholic Church that has to speak about this almost on a daily basis. Uh, Penn State, Harvey Weinstein, Jeffrey Epstein... Uh, USA Gymnastics, you know, so, you know, we're not getting the lesson here. And, uh, you know, 
hockey is the flavor of the week this week. And uh, but this is a societal issue, Roy. And in the underbelly of society is uh, pedophilia is, I would say, one of the biggest epidemics on the planet. Yeah. When you look at, and it is, and I agree with you, and I've done many programs on the issue of pedophilia and victims of sexual assault, kids who are victims, it, it, it affects them throughout life. And, and Theo, we know from your story what happened to you. Uh, affected you for many years, and I'm sure it still affects you, particularly when you hear uh, a story such as this about Kyle Beach. But there was that de- determined effort to keep the assault on Kyle Beach from being reported to police by senior members of the Blackhawks organization. Did that surprise you at all? No, that's the first reaction every single time is first deny, right, which they did, or they, or they didn't even talk about it. But eventually, you know, the truth always comes out. And, uh, you know, I, I, my first uh, AA sponsor, one of the first things he said to me, he says, more will be revealed. And this is what we're seeing, you know, three, four days after we're getting that, you know, the NHLPA was involved. They covered it up, you know. So, it, uh so, yeah, so nothing surprises me anymore, and this situation could have been completely avoided. What would they, What what did they need to do? Well, as soon as they heard the allegation, they should have suspended the video coach pending an investigation. You're suspended until we, we get to the bottom of this. And, uh, you know, he's a video coach, so they could have they could have kept it under wraps within the organization. They could have dealt with it without being public because the video guy sits in a room with 300 TVs like that's his job. So um, so I think if they would have dealt with it the right way and, you know, the, the guy that's getting away with all of this is John McDonough, who's the president of the organization. You know, nobody's talking about him. Because everybody went to him, and he didn't do anything about it. When we talk about things being done, when you look at what's happened between the initial revelations from Kyle Beach and uh, to today, has enough been done by the NHL so far? You know, Joel Quenwell is gone as coach of the Florida Panthers. We know that, of course. Has enough been done by the by the National Hockey League, or do you get the feeling, and by the NHLPA, or do you get a sense that they're just trying to cover their tracks? Yeah, they're in full damage control. They're in full panic mode, and when people are in damage control and panic mode, it is you know a proverbial dumpster show, right? And uh, but like I said, Roy, this. The NHL, the NHLPA is the flavor of the week, okay? And I cannot stress this enough, that this is a societal issue. It affects every sect, denomination, the whole entire gamut of people who coach kids, 
teach kids, you name it, this, these is sexual predators infiltrate themselves into children's organizations. Yeah. And then, the, then the grooming process starts where the, the predator gains trust and a position of power. Once he has that, then he goes after the kids and he starts to groom the kids. And so the last sort of thing in the whole process is kids get sexually assaulted. Uh, employees get sexually harassed, sexually assaulted, you know? So it's a long, drawn-out process, and we haven't put enough protocols in place to put block blockades in between so that these guys don't get access to doing what they do. Theo, when people know your story, we know what happened to you. It took a long time for you to be able to share with the world what happened to you. And, and, and we, I think we've all observed what that took out of your life uh, from the perspective that we had. When you hear stories like this, when you hear Kyle Beach's revelations, and you look at what happened over this period of time when he was alone for 10 years, had to deal with the reality of what happened to him, how does that affect you personally? a question I always get asked when something like this happens and uh, you know and I always say you know what I, I've done my work right like I've done my work and you know I still go to therapy but more importantly um, the, the way that I've healed is by helping other people who've had the same experience as me I help them heal and it reminds me uh, how far I've come uh, it puts me you know, in places uh, during their, you know, their process of healing and, and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I, I truly found the gift in, in what happened to me and the reason why it did happen to me, because, you know, look at where it's put me in the world. It's put me right into, you know, uh, you know, the biggest epidemic on the planet, which is trauma, mental health and addiction. And yeah. all three of these things live in the same house. And so I have a, I've, I've, over the last 14, 15 years, you know, I've got a pretty solid, you know, uh, on the ground, uh, not in the university education about psychology and neuroscience and, and uh, holistic uh, treatment, spirituality, you know, emotional health, physical health. So, you know, I, I feel very blessed and, and fortunate, I guess, um, that I've been able to come out on the other side. But, but truly, Roy, it has been a gift in my life. Having those experiences have turned out to be truly a gift in my life because the amount of people that I've helped, the amount of people that, uh, you know, I've prevented from commit, uh, taking their own lives and, you know, all of this stuff. And so I've, I've really, truly found a gift in, in the pain that, that I went through, uh, you know, as a young boy. Yeah, you are the person people look to for advice, information, and uh, sustenance, really, emotional sustenance. Um, and I was very reluctant to ask you that question. I know you get it asked it all the time. I didn't want to ask, but within the context of our conversation, I needed to. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I, res I respect that. Theo, how did the story remain out of the media for so many years? And I'm going back to... The reports of, of uh, Kyle Beach's teammates in Chicago 
harassing and degrading him during practices. And with coaches present, how does this stay under wraps for so long? Is it is it systemic within within? And we come back to the pro sports arena. Is it systemic within the pro, pro sports arena because the kids of these young men have come up as kids, and probably many of them have seen, heard, or in some way experienced some level of abuse along the way. Yeah, well, that's the million dollar question, Roy. You know, why, why you know, why isn't this stuff exposed? You know, once a reporter hears it, well, because, you know, the, the, the leader of the organization is probably going to these press people and saying, you know what, like, you know, we can't have this stuff come out and, you know, we'll, we'll give you this or we'll give you that or whatever, right? So, you know, and, you know, let's face it, in the Western Hockey League, you know, nobody talks about what happened in Portland and everybody's very aware of what happened in Portland and then, you know, there's been numerous occasions throughout, you know, the CHL where this stuff has been rampant and, and has gone on for, for long periods of time. And the only reason why I know this is because other survivors who were involved in those situations have reached out to me and asked me for help in dealing with, you know, what they went through, you know, during junior hockey. And I think... You know, that the CHL has got off scot-free through this whole entire mess. And now, and now you know, it's trickling, it's trickling into the big leagues, which I thought would never happen because, you know, uh, because I would think that uh, what happened, you know, in, in Sheldon and Mai's case, you know, that, that there would be strict protocol and, uh, you know, uh, measures in place that would, you know, eventually keep these guys out of the game of hockey. Because as you can see, you know, uh, in hindsight, you know, I don't know if the NHL recovers from this. I honestly don't know if they recover from this or not. Because, you know, when, when like, everybody who knew, like, or even caught wind of it, you're all guilty. You might as well have abused uh Mr. Beach yourself, because that's what, that's what this causes, right? That's what this causes. And, and, uh, you know, we need a complete overhaul of protocols, uh, you know, but, you know, in Canada, uh, we don't have a justice system either, right? We have a legal system and, you know, it's neither justice nor a system. Yeah. And when you have a legal system, you know, the judges get rich, the lawyers get rich, and, you know, we have, you know, the average sentence for a pedophile in Canadian society is, they average about six years and they serve 18 months, and then we know that 98% of pedophiles reoffend when they get out of prison. And, uh, Roy, I work in the prison system in Canada with inmates uh, talking about their traumatic experiences, and I also work with pedophiles as well in the prison. And what they tell me is they say, please do not let me out of this jail. Because even though they know that they are doing what they're doing is wrong, the urge is greater than their own common sense. So the pedophiles in prison are telling me a sexual abuse survivor who's trying to help them, don't let me out of here. I've heard those stories, too, over the years. And when we look at our justice system, and you're right, it's neither justice nor a system, um, the laws are 
clearly not sufficiently uh, a deterrent, and the punishment is lenient. I remember covering a case of a children's hockey coach in Hamilton, kids' hockey coach, who was criminally convicted of sexually abusing his players. And he just, um, he, as you said, he groomed them. And I, 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 I can't remember how much punishment he got or how much time he got. And Theo, I only have a few seconds left here. But I do remember doing a program at Workworth Prison with the inmates uh, committee. And at that time, Workworth was about 75% um, sexual offenders. And they walked around that place as though they owned it. And that's yeah. what I took away from that broadcast. These guys walked around that place like they owned it. Theo, will you come back on the show? Anytime you want, Roy. And uh, I really appreciate it. I think, you know, we, we definitely elevated the conversation today. And that's, you know, always a goal of mine whenever I'm interviewed about something like this. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 